1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health. Your home for common sense, science based healthcare. Here's your host, Dr. TJ Williams.
2: And welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Dr. TJ. And with me, as always, is Aaron. Hi. So, today on our show, we are going to talk about meal options, actually. We're going to talk about eating, um, something that everyone loves to do. Um, but we're going to talk about it from the perspective of what you eat if you are avoiding gluten and or dairy. Um, We'll probably be talking mostly about what to do when you're avoiding both because we're gluten-free, dairy-free in our house. Um, Yes, do we eat the occasional dairy? Yes. Um, Do we eat gluten? Eh, We avoid it like the plague. Um, we We really do. Sometimes we get glutened. If we go out to a restaurant and something is in there that we don't know is in there, um, but it's not a purposeful choice to consume gluten,
0: we never just make the decision like, okay, I'm just going to eat a little bit. Oh, Oh, I'm just
2: going to a pasta house to chow down on gluten-free or or, gluten-containing pasta. That's not what we do.
0: Yeah, any, I mean, or even just a little bit. Like if it happens, it was an accident. Um, But and which is not to say, like with dairy. Sometimes if I'm, especially with me, it's the hardest I'm going to someone's house. Yeah. So I'm already I have to be gluten free. So a lot of times I'm like, eh, if I eat a little bit of dairy, it's not going to kill me, um, you know, I'll I'll be fine one time, but I can't have gluten because you know you're not a fun dinner guest if you've got <laughs> if you got food <laughs> restrictions. You're just not
2: like oh here comes Erin again. Right? Somebody get her some water. <laughs> That's kind of how it feels sometimes. Is like what all you can eat when when you're going to someone else's house to to have food. That's you know. But but with that being said, every time if we've gone to someone's house, they always know, oh yeah, I know that Aaron has celiac, we have to have gluten-free, that they're not, no one's purposefully trying to hide anything on us. They're doing their best to try and prepare something um, right. that is that will work. And a lot of times people will ask us, hey, we're, we're having this. Does that work for you? And am like, yeah, it, it does. Or actually it works, but you got to make sure to use this thing.
0: Right. Because if... People have eaten at our house before. A lot of times, they'll say, "Well, you can have this, right?" We had that at your house, and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> yes, but here are the brands, you know, like if it's a seasoning or it's, you know, something, uh, we've made accommodations in our house because we know what to do. So it's not just as easy as cooking something the way that you normally do,
2: right? And so, you know, we're with with today's show. We're going to kind of go through like what what types of things you can have for breakfast what types of things you can you can look for at lunch what type of things you can look for at dinner but you know before we get into that i want to take just a couple of minutes and i want to talk about making sure that you're eating enough food period so for whatever reason when people switch to a gluten-free dairy-free diet we hear a lot of times oh i'm hungry I, I don't feel like I get enough to eat. Well, it's probably because you're not, or you're not getting enough fat in the, in the diet uh, in your, on a daily basis. But for the most part, when people are switching over to gluten-free, dairy-free, they're realizing, okay, well, I can't have pasta, so they're fixing something that they've always had with pasta before, and they're just leaving the pasta out, not realizing that all that, all those carbs were very filling for them. And so now they're not eating that and they're hungry an hour later. And so one of the things that I, I try to emphasize to people is pay attention to the number of just raw calories that you're eating and make sure that you're, just, that you're getting enough calories in, in a day in general. Before you before you try to figure out all the other stuff, just that's if you're hungry if, when switching to gluten free, dairy free, make sure you're getting enough calories. Make sure you're getting enough fat. That's that's my overarching tip to making sure that you just eat enough in a day. Because we'll have a, you know a lot of a lot of people will come back into the clinic and they'll say I, I did this, but now I'm losing weight and I'm losing more weight than I really want to because they weren't overweight to begin with and they're they're starting to get nervous. I'm like, "Well, let's talk about how much food you're actually eating." And we start figuring out that their calories and I, I kind of teach them, "Hey, these are things that you can do. Make sure you're make sure you're paying attention to the calorie count and get enough food in." Yeah. So you're not starving yourself. That's that's one of the things. Um but then as far as like what to do for breakfast, I, well, I
0: Can we talk really quick sure. about some um some I'd like to go through really quickly about where you need to look out about hidden places for gluten oh, okay. because if yeah, you're yeah. if you are switching dairy free is typically um, easier to spot gluten can hide in some sneaky places and so I just think it might be helpful for us to go really quickly through some places that I want to make sure that you look
2: or not so quickly because we may have a lot to say about some of these things well yeah or I may have a lot to say (laughs) you 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 throw them out there let's go
0: well um okay so soy sauce is a big one because you think that I don't know if you think about what gluten does you wouldn't think of it being in soy sauce I mean you know we think of gluten being in pastas and breads and soy sauce seems a little odd but soy sauce is made with fermented wheat So um, we use Bragg's amino acids. Um, There are other coconut aminos out there that are similar in taste that can help if you are looking for a soy sauce alternative. But to be honest, really any Asian sauce is very likely to have gluten in it.
2: Yeah, you you have to. For those, I, I highly recommend making sure that it says gluten free on the bottle. And and as we say this, like. Trust me when I say there are way more options today than there were but, five yeah. years ago. Yeah, like, even
0: just five years ago. Yeah, that's true.
2: It's exploding now with the number of people. Like, where where people, where people consumers spend their money drives where food companies provide us with options. Like, when, when they know that it's a huge market, they're going to meet the demands of that market. Right. And...
0: This is true not only when you're going to the store, but also when you're eating out. If you're going to any place, you know, serving Asian food, you need to really watch and make sure that that the place you're going is aware of whether or not the sauces that they use have gluten in them.
2: Correct. Or make sure that they have a gluten free option on their menu. Right. Where they know. What's the next one?
0: Um, sauces and soups are a big one. Oh, yeah. I would say flour is often used as a thickener in these. And so um, anything you're getting in a can or a bottle at the store needs to say gluten-free or assume it has gluten in it. Yep. Um, no matter the type, no matter you know if it's thin or thick or it doesn't matter. Um, gluten hides in some sneaky places. And this is another
2: one. D- dairy hides in these places too.
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, Yeah, I think that that's... uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that like cream of mushroom, cream of chicken, cream of whatever is... That's dairy.
0: Well, then I guess it's good to say I wouldn't have called that hiding. um, Because anything that's...
2: But people don't think... People don't associate. They're like, oh, I didn't add milk to it. Right. So... but we recently... I just had
0: a friend um, that was transitioning to dairy-free use Thousand Island dressing. And I was like, that has dairy. Um, She's like, no, I don't think so. Um, And you just point it out
2: on the bottle. Right. (laughs) Like,
0: well, it does. Um, And so, yeah, those are definitely things that you need to watch out for. Same thing when you go to a restaurant. Um, If any soup that you order, you need to make sure it's gluten-free and sauces. So any sort of... This is, again, when I said a lot of times I'll get meat or fish um, or a vegetable. I mean, I think I've talked about that in prior shows you've got to make sure that there is either no sauce on it, or if there is, that the sauce is marked gluten-free.
2: So, sauce is definitely a big one, uh, especially uh, barbecue sauce. Lots of people eat lots of barbecue, go to, you know, barbecue restaurants. Unless it says gluten-free on the bottle, that sauce has some sort of wheat in it, period. They just are notorious for it. Uh Personally, I use a lot of Stubbs barbecue sauce because I'm pretty sure that entire line, I think, is is gluten free. -free. Uh, Everything they have, I'm pretty sure is gluten free.
0: Right. And they've got a ton of options. And so um, a lot of different flavors for their sauce. And so that's one. Um, but pasta sauce is another one that you would never think gluten yep. would be present in. And a lot of pasta sauce or tomato paste will have gluten in it. K-
2: Ketchup. Ketchup and mustard have. Well, and
0: I was, yeah, condiments in general. Oh. But we can we talk about uh, that. Did I jump thing. ahead? <laughs> a little bit, but um, but I know that we are needing to take a break, so why don't we hit on condiments when we
2: get back? Okay, yeah, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue um, talking about sneaky places where gluten hides and then occasional sneaky places where dairy hides. You're listening to Wellness 101.
1: You're listening to
3: Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health. For more information, visit them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. Or by phone, 314-293-8123.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: I know you by heart Like ink on my sleeve Right from the start Making memories You had things In a Honda Accord I bought them jeans I
2: couldn't afford And welcome back everyone uh, If you're just tuning in Today on the show We are talking about Speaking to me Without making a What we were talking about We started off Throwing out their food options to cook for different meals, and then Aaron backtracked and wanted to talk a little bit about where places where gluten hides, and and occasionally some dairy. So that's what we've been talking about. And right before the break, we left off with condiments, and you know things like ketchup and mustard um, are are places where gluten right will hide. We
0: do have. I do not eat ketchup. I am I am very opposed to ketchup in general, um, and but we do have Heinz Simply Natural is what TJ will sometimes have ketchup.
2: I'll use that once in a great while,
0: and um, so that one does not have gluten in it. There's French's mustard, and I think even their spicy mustard or Dijon mustard doesn't have gluten in it. I don't think either, but they'll be marked. Uh, But those are two options. Um, but um, I'll
2: I'll use the mustard because I'll use it as a binder for yes for barbecue because that holds on you know, our spice rubs and things that we use for right. smoking. Right. Just make sure if like
0: you're that. using one of those that it says gluten-free on it. Um, and
2: that's something, too, to remember. Like, I, I was talking about barbecue joints and barbecue sauces. Like, knowing how someone prepares their barbecue at their place. If they're, you know, smoking a lot of food and they're putting mustard all over the meat to use as a binder, like... That's important to know because if you're celiac and you really need to avoid gluten, you got to make sure that the mustard that they're using is a gluten-free mustard because it'll be caking the all the meat if they're using mustard as a binder. So just throwing that out there.
0: Right. Well, and marinades in general a lot of times will have gluten in them. So that includes any pre-marinated meats or fish that you buy. Yeah. You've got to make sure that those are gluten-free. Um and we, you talked about um you know putting spices and things on meat spices in general, um if it's any sort of blend or mix um is likely to have gluten in it the things like Italian seasoning or um taco seasoning
2: taco season there's actually taco seasonings i, I do the the majority of grocery shopping, and I'm all the time going through Aaron's, Aaron's just kind of used to groceries. Ex- escapades taking a little while for me because I'm always going through. I'm like, okay, well th- let's look at this package and see if this is gluten free or not. And I'm amazed at the number of like packets of seasoning that just on them clearly state contains wheat. Yeah, Like they just, they're blatant about it because, and it's in big print. They're not trying to hide it from you. They're, telling you this contains wheat
0: right well and i think you know that's especially true simply because most people don't think of that like they don't think about spices containing gluten but we personally for taco mix use mccormick's makes a gluten-free taco mix that tastes good we've tried a lot of different kinds and to be honest i think a lot of them taste funny
2: and we also use um we we've got some of the kevin's brand it's a paleo spices right Kevin's brand is gluten-free as well. Delicious, delicious.
0: So, um, yeah, but pure herbs and things should be fine.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. So If you're just using a, a, just a, you know, rosemary, for right. the most part, that's, that's fine. But uh,
0: just remember this, uh, like, not just cooking at home, but also when you go out to a restaurant. Like, you know, I mean, they could just put, you know, seasoned salt on your, you know, something and that, could have gluten in it. So right. you just have to make sure that um, that you notify your waiter that you're gluten-free. Right. Another surprising one for a lot of people is licorice. Both black and red licorice contains wheat. Um, I know that's not going to apply to everyone. Like, I mean, you know, there's not a ton of people that are huge on licorice, but I think it's surprising. So I just wanted to throw that out there that I think a lot of people don't think about. There are a lot of alternatives. Just make sure that it is, you know, if you like licorice that you can, you choose one that says that it's gluten-free.
2: Anytime someone says licorice, it always makes me think my, one of my grandmothers loved black licorice. I mean, she absolutely loved it. i to this day i still can't stand it but that's neither here nor there but it is a surprising place that i don't think this is a great thing to bring up like there what other if if licorice contains wheat what other candies that people may consume from time to time have gluten or right dairy in them yeah right it's pretty easy if the if it's milk chocolate there's dairy clearly (laughs) but like you know, are there other hard candies or chewy candies or taffies or things out there that have gluten in them? Probably so.
0: Right. Another one is processed meats. Oh, any processed meat. Um, we get this a lot because I think it's really confusing to people how meat could have gluten in it, but, um, sauce M- meat has
2: dairy in it.
0: Well, I mean, processed meat. um, right. Um, and so, you know, we're talking sausages, hot dogs, deli meat, um, you know, anything like that. Uh, gluten a lot of times is used for texture and as a filler, Um, so you just need to be careful.
2: And they also will use casein, which is a protein found in dairy. So if you're buying, if you're gluten-free and dairy-free, you can't just, it has to say gluten-free and casein-free That's what you're looking for on a processed meat. Because otherwise, if it just says gluten-free it probably has casein in it. So yeah, you got the gluten out of there, but you got blasted with some dairy that you didn't know was there.
0: Right. And I wanted to bring up also that, um, any kind of jerky, you know, beef jerky, turkey, jerky, a lot of times you will have barbecue sauce or soy sauce, soy sauce is, um, and yep. which will have gluten in it. So make sure that it is labeled gluten-free. Um, Quickly, and I know we're going to talk about this uh, hopefully later, but I'm going to throw it in now. Um, hot dogs, we do, um, every once in a while, we get Applegate is yep. the brand. Applegate also has sausages, like breakfast sausages and lunch meat, ba- like deli meat and bacon. So, they're a good, um, they're also nitrate and nitrite free, which we should all be avoiding anyway. So, it is helpful. Um Also, and I don't remember, it's like Jimmy Dean or Bob Evans or one of those like very, you know, basic brands of sausage now has a gluten-free like packaged sausage, um, you know, not like in links, but like bulk sausage kind of thing that's gluten-free. And I don't remember which one it is, but if, um, but my mom realized that this past Christmas when she was going to make a breakfast casserole and she's like can you have this and so I looked at it and I said yes I can um and so I wish I could tell you what exact brand but it's one of those I think it's Jimmy Dean but I I'm not 100% sure but just make sure you're looking oh Oscar Mayer also has a naturals Is it an Oscar Mayer naturals deli yep. meat yep. that um that's true so and you know you can use that on gluten-free bread it's you know.
2: And what's what I what I like about going to grocery stores now, there's they're starting to catch on that people are actually looking for gluten free products and they're not just in the quote unquote health foods aisle, which I always laugh about. I'm like, Well, if 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 we have a health food aisle in the grocery store, what's the rest of it? Right. Um I, I, I always cackle about that a little bit myself. But as you're going through, I know Deerberg's does this. I know um, uh, Fresh Time in our area does this. They will have a gluten-free tag in the aisle underneath the products that are gluten-free. They're letting you know, hey, at glance, I mean, you could literally walk up and down the aisle not even paying attention to what's on there. Just look for those green tags that are in our store, um, and you know, oh, there's a gluten-free product here. What is it? Um now you, ha- you may have to pay attention. It may be slid off of that label a little bit. It may be next to whatever. But they're trying to let people know, hey, we have actually enough demand that we can't fit everything in the small area that we had set aside for that. We actually now are carrying it out with the with the rest of the other gluten containing products. So just just be aware of that. It makes shopping a little easier. So you you know you if you're looking for things you 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 know, okay, well, this is definitely something that I can I can at least look at first.
0: Right. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is oats. Um, this is a tricky place with gluten. Oats are naturally gluten-free, but usually processed in the same facility as wheat products um, or other gluten-containing products. Yeah. And so unless it's marked gluten-free, you need to avoid oats. Yep. Um,
2: if they're grinding, you know, gluten or oats they'll, you know, maybe they ran wheat right through the same process right before it. That's that's the level of cross-contamination that you can get if your oats don't say gluten-free on the packaging.
0: And then we have barley and malt. Malted barley, barley, malt, um, all of those um, are things that are used in sweeteners, um, used as a sweetener in certain things. Um,
2: and, and with that, the the key one is that people don't even realize is caramel coloring.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it. caramel coloring, flavor, flavoring. Yeah, natural, natural flavoring. flavoring. Any of that means it could contain gluten.
2: And in all reality, if you're going along and it just says spices,
0: yeah, you don't that, know.
2: You don't know because they're they're they don't have to list you know all of the ingredients of the spices. Well, they're they're hiding behind something. They're just be aware that it probably has gluten in it.
0: Right. Okay, do we have time to get into meal ideas? Sure, we got a few minutes. Okay, let's
2: move on. Um, well, we need to, no, I'm just teasing.
0: We're <laughs> going to move on then to breakfast. I'm trying to get through this quickly so that we can get to everything because I have so much I want to share. Now, before we get into breakfast, I want to say that one of the big um, things that I think can help a lot of people is quit thinking of breakfast foods for breakfast that is what we're going to go over we're going to go over foods that are typically thought of at breakfast but remember like you can eat a chicken breast at breakfast there's no rule that says that you can't eat something that you you know you can have vegetable soup at breakfast like you can do that so we
2: we consume breakfast foods at breakfast because of marketing right there's no reason why this didn't happen 250 years ago we ate Whatever we had at breakfast, we did not eat eggs, bacon, sausage at breakfast. We were only doing that because of marketing.
0: Right. So I'm going to go through some classic breakfast foods, but just know that anything we talk about for, you know, lunch, dinner, whatever, you can eat any time of the day. I am hereby giving you permission to do that. Um, So the first thing um, we've already kind of talked about is oatmeal. You know, we've talked about oats Make sure they're marked gluten-free You know, you can add, you know Your own cinnamon and sugar if you want And nuts and fruit Um, But that's a really easy one That as long as they're gluten-free oats Super easy breakfast
2: Yep, gluten-free waffles that's another easy one.
0: Yeah, um, so maybe not the healthiest, but there are tons of different options. Vans has them. Um, we get a lot of Deerberg's has their own brand. I think Aldi's does. Yep. Um, Walmart probably does at this point. I know they've added a lot of um, gluten free things, but um, super simple. Just pop it in the toaster, um, and you know. Then I, we usually do like a nut butter and fruit on top of it. But yep. um, but that's another one that is and. Honestly, to me, gluten-free waffles taste the same as gluten-containing, as far as frozen waffles. So there's not much of a difference.
2: Right, and then and then you get into you know simple things like eggs and bacon. Eggs those those don't contain gluten. Bacon, bacon or sausage as long as they're gluten as long as gluten-free. it's gluten-free. It says it pretty clearly on the packaging. Um, places are getting better; they're not trying to hide it, but it's not universal. I've said it before in the shows, it's it's how they mark gluten-free is not a universal thing. Some is just text, some is a little circle with a GF in it. Everybody uses it a little differently, but they're not trying to hide it from you. Um, it's there. Um, and then, Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and then along with the eggs and bacon or sausage, you can do hash browns. As long as the hash browns aren't containing gluten, make sure if they're packaged that they say gluten-free. Um, and you can do toast with gluten-free bread. Yep. So those are Um, you know, your classic
2: breakfast. Right. All right, we gotta take a break. When we come back we're gonna we're gonna pick up continuing to talk about breakfast foods. You're listening to Wellness One O One. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, If you're just tuning in, right before the break, we were talking about breakfast foods and non-gluten-containing breakfast foods. And we'd gone over oatmeal, we talked a little bit about some gluten-free frozen waffles, and then we touched on eggs, bacon, hash browns, and or toast. Um, The next logical step in a breakfast food would be cereals. There are a ton of gluten-free cereals out there that are available. Um, You're going to have to try them to see which ones you like, which ones you don't like.
0: Well, a lot of your basics are already gluten-free. Cheerios is gluten-free. Checks, you know, except for wheat, are gluten-free. Actually, I say Cheerios. Most of the Cheerios, you know, plain ones are, and then I don't know if they have any that's a
2: that aren't that good. Yeah, that I don't, have a I don't wheat, know.
0: But, I mean, they're We, we don't...
2: We, clearly, we don't buy those, so... We're we not big really cereal
0: know. people. I just... I don't do well with a lot of that in the morning. Um, personally, I have usually um, a few links of Applegate sausage and half an avocado is usually my breakfast. Um, just because I don't do well with any sort first, of bread. First breakfast.
2: Second breakfast comes in about an hour later. <laughs> and then third breakfast. Then a morning snack. No, I'm just teasing.
0: Um, Yeah, I... Am quite frequently usually I have a protein shake at some time mid-morning so um but the you know avocado is filling and so um I don't eat a lot of cereal every once in a while I will if we have cereal but I tend to do that as a snack at night um <laughs> because yep. then I don't have to worry about it you know affecting my blood sugar and so um but that is an option, and especially these are good things to remember if you're traveling, because a lot of times um, they'll have some sort of milk alternative. If you're staying at a hotel that has some sort of breakfast, uh, they will typically have some option of a cereal That is gluten free just because there are so many basic ones now that are gluten free. And And then.
2: And it's typically Cheerios. Yeah, a lot of times it's Cheerios. A lot of times it's Cheerios. Just letting, for those of you who may travel or be looking for that. Um, But then as far as the like dairy free milk things, there's rice milk, there's oat milk, there's there's Almond. almond, soy. Hemp milk, cashew coconut, milk. Coconut,
0: macadamia nut. There's
2: um, there's tons out there. They all have different flavors. They all have slightly different consistencies. Um, you know, I have my favorite is rice milk, but that's just me. Other people love yeah. almond and or coconut. Like, it's just everybody's a little different in what they what they like.
0: Yeah, and of course, ideally, you'd be making your own, but that's not feasible for everyone. I'll be honest. We have, but we don't do that on a routine basis. Um, so it is, you know, up to you about taste choices. There are a lot of them out there at, you know, the basic grocery stores that you could find at this point, which makes it a lot easier. Um, but you know, just remember it's not going to taste like cow's milk. You're just going to have to find one that, you know, you're okay with the taste.
2: Yep. And you want to continue on the I don't know what all else you have for breakfast.
0: Um, well, I wanted to mention avocado toast. Um, you know, I said I typically have avocado. I have, if I eat avocado toast, I just don't do it for breakfast because I, I don't like to eat toast in the morning. Um, for me personally, um, I just smash an avocado on a piece of bread, and a lot of times I'll put Trader Joe's, everything but the bagel seasoning on it, um, and that's it. So, super simple. The avocado makes it filling. So, um, that's a really easy one. Um,
2: I, I like I like gluten free muffins. If we're going to splurge and have some sort of non most of, most of my breakfast is sausage. I I'm a meatitarian, Um by design. I prefer to eat meat and more meat and with a side of meat. Um, but if I'm going to have something that's not that, I will. I, I like I like gluten free muffins personally. There's a bunch of different types of mixes out there. Okay, whatever you like. I actually like the all these mixes. Um, that's that's my personal favorite.
0: Yeah. Um, they are my least favorite. So I mean to each their own, right? They're yeah. way too sweet for me. I don't like things that are too sweet. Um, but and I also don't eat a lot of muffins, but the um on that And, and Crusties.
2: I like Crusties too.
0: Crusties, yeah, brand is really good. Yeah. Um, that's with a K K R U S T E A Z I think something yeah, like that. Something like that. Um, but uh, Knit connect Donuts are one of your favorites. Yep. Um, they come frozen, and you put them in the microwave. They're amazing. It does not seem like a breakfast to me. That's a dessert. Um, which is if I ever eat one, that's when I'm going to eat it. But um, but if you're a donut eater they're, in the they're, morning,
2: they're not very big. <laughs> they they're, are. They're small. Yeah. They're they're so if you, as long as you're not eating all the whole box of them, you'll be all right. Um, yeah. Right, oh, no. and
0: muffins, I did want to mention, um, we a lot of times use Bob's Red Mill one-to-one um, baking flour because yeah. you can use then any recipe that it normally contains gluten and just swap that flour out for the normal flour, for yeah. the gluten-containing flour. And so you can use any recipe. So baking is a lot easier to Um, to switch gluten-free and dairy-free, you know, just use a milk alternative. You're not going to notice a difference um, in taste because you wouldn't have noticed it anyway. And then, um, you know, the gluten-free flours have gotten so much better. So that's a really simple one. Um, Oh, I like King Arthur flour, too, and muffin mix. Those are also good ones. Yep. So let's move on to lunch and dinner.
2: Okay. Um, Now we're getting into, for the most part, if you're eating meat and vegetables, you're good.
0: Right. But I want to give you some other alternatives. Um, we've talked earlier about um, deli meat, you know, Applegate or Oscar Mayer Naturals and finding a gluten free bread. We typically get Char, which is S-C-H-A-R or A-R-R. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But um, but that one is easy for us to find. And even when we travel, we've been able to get that brand and it's pretty good um, there. It. it Gluten-free bread has some texture issues depending on what bread like what brand you choose, but if you can find a gluten-free bread that you like, put on some lunch meat, you know, we talked about ketchup or mustard if you're into that um super easy lunch or dinner um i will say for me personally i usually only use one piece of bread when i eat a sandwich so i guess it's not really a sandwich but gluten free bread it's is it's a
2: meat mountain right? is what we uh... um
0: gluten free bread is denser and so it's way too much bread for me if i have two slices of bread and so that's just personal choice so you can you know see how you like it um a lot of um Potato chips you can find are gluten free, so yep. you could have a sandwich and chips or um, or pretzels. They're gluten free pretzels. A lot of times we get glutino, but there are a lot of. I think Schneider's makes a gluten free pretzel that's yep. good. Ruffles makes uh, some potato chips. chips that are um, g- that are gluten free. So and,
2: and limited ingredient. They've got a couple yeah. that's just potatoes, salt, and oil. Um, Which which is is, good,
0: which is really what you're looking for. Um,
2: Less ingredients, less less chemicals and stuff that you're consuming.
0: You can Um, also do like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. You know, I mean, so there are some easy ways uh, if you haven't prepared, um, as long as you have some of, you know, some bread at home, you should be able to come up with something. Um, Another one I wanted to mention is soup. Um, I've talked about soup on this show before, that soup is something that we typically have made in the fridge. If we don't, we always have it in the freezer. Um, We typically make more than what we need and then freeze the leftovers so that we always have that as an option if we are in a bind and need something to eat. We do a lot of vegetable soup, which we just do like mixed vegetables, a can or two of petite diced tomatoes and some ground turkey or ground beef. Um, and then, a you know, spices in it. So it's super simple but um, but tastes but delicious. good and it's filling. Um, we also do chicken noodle soup. Um, we, it's best if you can cook a whole chicken. That's typically what we do in the crock pot. Cook the whole chicken, then debone it. Um, you know, cook it with, a lot of times we do celery and carrots. Um, and because then you'll get the bone broth, which is really healing for your gut. Um, don't add noodles in to the soup um, until you're ready to eat it. That's our tip. Um, We usually use Tinkyada noodles. I don't know if I'm saying that correct. It's T-I-N-K-Y-A-D-A. They've got either spiral noodles or macaroni noodles, a little, a number of different sizes of small noodles. I have not found long noodles that I'm a fan of personally, Um, but the Tinkyada ones that we get are rice noodles. And I think they have a good flavor and a good texture but if you add them to the soup and then put it in the fridge to save it or in the freezer the noodles will continue to expand so you end up with a blob like it's all just one it'll be a pasta blob yeah so you can't so just don't add them in until the end
2: then and then my personal favorite just meat vegetables and you know if you wanted to do a potato sweet potato something like that That's my, my, my favorite is always just meat and then a vegetable or two or 10, whatever you, whatever you're feeling up for that day. Um, pretty easy, pretty easy to do. Um, you know, you can, there are lots of, of things out there. You know, if you, if you, if it doesn't come in a package, you typically don't have to worry about it containing gluten, um, which is a super, super easy thing to do. Um, you know, some people will like we, we talked a little bit at breakfast about toast and some people, you know, will, are looking for like some sort of butter alternative for that. I like to th- use ghee. Um, ghee does is does not contain the casein and whey of of that normal butter does. But sometimes people that are, have extreme sensitivities to dairy have problems with ghee. So you're just going to have to have to try it out, um, and also know that not all ghee is created equal. And what I'm saying is is spelled G H E E ghee. ghee. Um, not all ghee is created equal. They they have different flavors. They have different a little different consistencies. Um, I'm I'm very Cautious on my ghee, and I use a very specific kinds of of ghee. I use Organic Valley ghee, and if they if I can't find that, I'll use Fourth Heart. Um, But those are the ones that that I typically utilize. Uh, All right, we got to take another break. When we come back, we'll finish up lunch slash dinner um, and keep right on rolling with meal ideas. You're listening to Wellness 101. And welcome back to the show, everyone. Today on the show, we've been talking about um, things to eat when you're gluten-free and dairy-free, and we've right before the break, we were talking about meat and vegetables and, and like some sort of potato, and then Erin had some stuff that we were, over the, over the break, she was like, well, don't forget to add in this and that, and so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her go back and, and cover a couple of things before we move on from well, that.
0: Well, so when you talk about meat and vegetables, yes, meat and vegetables, ideally, that's what you would be eating, right? Um, I know that's, you know, paleo, that's generally what you would eat, but a lot of people just aren't used to eating that way so you you know if you're gluten-free and dairy-free you can have baked potato you can do um french fries or chips of course not as healthy but those are options you can also do um rice or quinoa or you know make some sort of blend there are a lot of options for flavored rice and quinoa um you know dishes that are packaged, I'll be honest, a lot of those, we're not a fan of the flavor. It's not a texture issue. It's yeah. not, um, it just, I don't know what it is with the gluten-free options. I don't, I don't love them. Um, so I haven't, I don't have one that I can recommend. A lot of times we'll make, um, we'll add in some vegetables, do some chicken broth, ghee, um, and spices if we want to make something um, like that as a side But um, those are an option if you want something besides just meat and vegetables. The other thing I wanted to say when we were talking about soups is chili is a good option. If you're not someone who's sensitive to nightshades, that's another thing that you can um, eat with. I mean, it's just beans and meat, you know, chili spices. Those are pretty simple. You can find a lot of um, recipes online. And most, Or
2: or if you're some of our Texas fans out there, don't put those beans in there. They're very anti-bean down there.
0: But beans are another good option, going gluten free and dairy free that are filling. So we're actually really big um, fans of beans because I beans can be very filling. Um, Italian beef is another thing that we do. If you guys are interested, let me know. I can post the recipe on my Instagram, which is Erin Period K Period Flynn. Um, I can post that. That's one that we eat a lot. We make that a lot when we're having people over because it seems to be a favorite. Um, for people who are gluten-free or, and dairy-free or not. Um, and that's also something that we will typically make more of than what we need, and we can freeze it. We freeze the Italian beef in small containers so that we can get it out and just do, like, one sandwich or get it out, defrost it for our kids because they like it also. Um, but uh, that's one that it does use a onion soup mix, Walmart has a gluten free onion soup mix that is really good. Um, there are some other, I don't remember what other brands we've used, but that's one. The great choice at Walmart is a good one,
2: yeah. Um, I, we I,
0: eat, and we typically eat with char ciabatta rolls, yeah, yep.
2: Um, tacos have we talked about tacos yet? I don't I, know
0: that we have, so of course you can't do flour tortillas, but um, we use old El Paso corn, hard corn shells, um, which are good and um yeah, they're,
2: they're very tasty
0: and i think we may have mentioned before when talking about seasoning we use them the Cormix, um gluten-free taco mix Yep. um the only thing you're gonna have to watch out for with tacos of course is the cheese um now i am not a big fan of cheese alternatives but the Daya d-a-i-y-a um shredded cheese i don't mind on tacos i think it's because i don't Taste it that much, but it just adds a little bit of that cheese
2: flavor. Um, I don't, I don't mind that cheese. I, I eat it.
0: Yeah, so. I um, I I'm not big. Typically, I just don't have cheese or cheese alternatives. I just don't eat it. But um, but that's been the best brand that I found that's similar. And I, like I said, I can't eat it on a lot of things. I just would rather not have any cheese at all. But on tacos, I usually add that, like just the shredded Daiya. Um, cheese alternative. Um, you could also do hamburgers um, with just you know ground beef. Um, you could do fish sticks and chicken nuggets. Ian's brand is good for that. are yep. um, yeah,
2: al- you'll find you'll find gluten free options in freezer sections for those. Right. For sure.
0: um, you know pizza. There are a lot of gluten free. Um, you know use the Dia gluten free Dia cheese and you know a Char pizza crust or. Um, you know, there are other brands that make gluten-free pizza crust. Um, rotisserie, chicken,
2: uh, yeah, at, rotisserie chicken at
0: the grocery store is a really simple thing. Um, as long as you're getting one that doesn't have seasoning on it. Um, yep. Bear chickens are good that don't have anything on them. And then you can figure out what you're going to make with it. Um, you know, doing a roast in the crock pot. Just, you know, I mean, a beef roast with... You know your,
2: your own seasonings and, and some potatoes and some uh and some carrots and some celery. Right. My kids love it. Yeah. I mean, they they absolutely devour this sort of stuff.
0: Um, we talked about Applegate, hot dogs, um, and then do we try and talk about snacks?
2: Yeah, we got a couple of minutes. We don't have a lot of time, but we so go fast.
0: Maybe try hummus is a good one. Um, hummus with vegetables or um or gluten-free pretzels most hummus i think is gluten-free just make sure you check it'll say it on the packaging um desserts are pretty easy um and oh oh snacks the bars too that um we've mentioned lara bars rx bars kind bars are good options um
2: Yo- and then yogurt. We do get questions about yogurt. There, there is coconut yogurt and almond milk. Al- almond. Yeah, yogurt. and I think
0: there's soy too. We've never done the soy, but the yogurt um, alternatives. I don't do a lot of yogurt because I'm very sensitive to sugar content, but um, they taste amazing.
2: Yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not mad if my kids don't finish one. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I will take care of that for them. But hopefully. You know, we're, we're running out of time. Hopefully, you guys have gained something out of us actually talking about things to eat um, and, and, you know... What you can do when you're when you're starting out gluten free and dairy free, the longer you do it, the easier it becomes. Um, the hardest part I always tell everyone is the first few weeks, you, right? Which is why we wanted to do the show. Yeah, you'll stub your toe, um, you'll you'll mess up from time to time, but you know what? You'll learn from your mistakes, and you can do this. It's it's not that difficult. More and more places have more and more options. I I have complete faith in anyone that wants to do it. Um, You know, our kids, they don't even know that they're gluten-free and dairy-free. They just are. And so it can be something, you know, if you're going to do it, the whole house can do it. And, you know, we have family that comes to the house and and eats our food. And uh, many times they're like, wow, that was really good. I didn't know that, you know, this could taste that way, being gluten-free and dairy-free. So. It is possible, but if you want more information, find us, uh, visit our website, inhstl.com, uh, social media at, at inhstl. You can follow me, uh, at Dr. TJ Williams. Aaron is, is at aaron.k.flynn, um, Shoot us an email, info at INHSTL. Call us 314-293-8123. We'll be happy to, to help you out and do the best that we can. That's about all the time that we have for today for Aaron. I'm Dr. TJ. This has been Wellness 101. Thanks for listening. I am looking right at the other half of me. It's like you're my mirror. oh